Welcome to Frankly Speaking! With Mayor B. I'm Frank Pesanite III. And I'm Meredith Broadbeck. And join us as we delve even deeper into our series, The Hills Have Size, where we revisit MTV's original reality show, The Hills. Yep. Today we're going to be discussing Season 5, Episode 1, Don't Cry on Your Birthday. Mm-hmm. And we're in the home stretch. Yep. This is the first of our ten last episodes. Yes, it is. I'm a little too excited about it until I scrolled forward and read about the nine that we have to watch after this one. Oh, well. (laughs) (laughs) There are some doozies along the way. Well, but we also thought this one wasn't going to be good, and it was hilarious and awesome. Oh, I knew this one was good. (laughs) But we will get there. So... House cleaning. Well, number one house cleaning since we last recorded, Gunner Stone Pratt was born. October 1st. Yes. Congratulations, Heidi and Spencer. Very exciting. Um, and in reference to that with Twitter, I congratulated them from the podcast. And Spencer not only liked my tweet, but responded with four hearts. Yeah. So I was pretty jazzed about that. He is now Pratt Daddy on uh, Twitter. That's what cute. I think is interesting is I happen to notice because, you know, we only follow Hills people. Of course. Um, and I'm very rarely on Twitter, but I happened to be on Twitter right after the, the baby was born. And Darlene tweeted Ooh. and added um, Gunnar Pratt. Okay. So I followed him. Of and when course. I followed him, there was only 43 followers. Fast forward to yesterday where Heidi and Spencer just started following their own child. So our podcast was following (laughs) their child on Twitter before even they were. I'm proud of you for that. Um, What was I going to say, Spencer? Oh, and they did get the cover of Us Weekly. Uh, Which I am pissed about. I mean, I'm thrilled about it, but I don't know if mine is missing or what the fuck, because that one hasn't come. Two days ago, one came with fucking Ivanka Trump on the cover. Like, I want to know where my Pratt one is. I know. And I even, Heather said something about it on Twitter, and I responded and and added Us Weekly and Gunner Pratt, Baby Pratt, and said, like, where's my copy? Yeah. And no one responded. I mean, my only guess is that it would be the issue that would be delivered today, but I don't know. Or it's missing. Yeah, but Spencer had said that they really wanted to announced the baby in a tabloid. He said that in their first official statement, and then they did, of course, get a tabloid cover, which we all know is the greatest thing that happens to Heidi and Spencer. So Totally. Yeah. Anything else? Oh, yeah, we have more stuff. Okay, so then um, Lee wrote us and said that we could never offend her in reference to Australian accents. She's the first <laughs> to admit that we Whoops. sound bogan and gross. And Lee, I respectfully disagree. I think most Australians sound hot as fuck. Oh, yeah. I do, too. Um, she's also begging for more of your Australian accent. She enjoys it, and she says she's available for Skype dramatic readings, which I told her we may actually have to take her up on. I love an Australian accent. I just thought Jay's sounded so funny in that moment because he said hot. <laughs> I, I, it's probably offensive. I'm sorry, Lee, but I thought it was very funny. Oh, and here's the Darlene tweet. So she tweeted at, it's Stone Pratt is the kid's uh, tw- uh, Twitter handle. My my angel, love you so much, so blessed to call you my grandson. So that was the day I started following. Um, and then, and then which was October 3rd. Um, and then um, Heather um, tweeted us about the Kate Casey interview and all the Justin Bobby, like, Adrena stuff. Yeah. Um, retweet, 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 retweet. Um, oh, and then Chris M., 
tweeted us um, the E! News article that Jen Bunny is the godmother. Yes, how could we forget that? Of Gunner. And um, we're just, I, I mean, thank you, Chris M. And we were shocked. I was shocked. Um, I knew they were still friends. But I, I, again, I mean, and Chris said, like, exactly, I'd love to know who else they considered since Bunny won the title. I'm like, it just really goes to show you that, like, poor Heidi doesn't really have any friends outside of her marriage. So that brings me to another question. Given how many photo shoots and things we've seen of Heidi and Spencer with the pregnant belly and everything, did she have a baby shower? I don't know. I don't remember seeing pictures of them with like baby balloons and like surrounded by gifts. Do you? I don't, but I'm going to have to look it up because I feel like there must have been in one of the... Because Spencer's not going to miss the chance exactly. to have a Heidi baby shower being covered by Us Weekly or Life and Style or something. But I'm surprised that we both don't remember. I don't know. They probably can't fill out a shower's worth of people. Something to think about. Yeah, I don't know. Um, and then Heather tweeted that Oh, she... I'm wrong. It was in Us Weekly. It was? Yeah, it would have to be. <laughs> Um, and then Heather tweeted um, that she loved um, Stockholm Syndrome Can Be Beautiful. She said she fucking for real laughed out loud. Um, and then Lee, and I retweeted all of these for the user, those who follow us on Twitter, but Lee gave us all kinds of info I know. about Jay. She says, hi guys, thought I'd do some Australian house cleaning. Um, number one, Original Meatball Company has already come and gone. I think it closed last year. Tragedy. So, tragedy. Um, and the name of the beach is Tamarama. Yes. It's a gorgeous small beach in Sydney's eastern suburbs right near Bondi. Lots of money there. Um, and on a personal note, she lives right in Sydney and spent all summer at the beach. Happy to go as, on as many missions as you need. So um, we're going to have to find out if Jay, what Jay's doing now so Lee can find him for us. Okay. I said randomly walking around playing music and scaring people with his ugly <laughs> yeah. face. Also, I'm looking at the pictures of Heidi's baby shower right now. And you can see Jen Bunny and Heidi and Darlene and a bunch of ladies with lip injections. And then in the very back is Perez Hilton. <laughs> oh, God. Yep. Well, he and Spencer are tight. Yep. And he just had another baby. Great. He's on baby three. Um, um, Heather and I were commiserating about the lack of Us Weekly. We already talked about that. Um, and that's it. All right. That's all the Twitter house cleaning. Okay. Should we dive in? Season uh, we five? We should, yes. Okay, so we get some notes on top. And it is a flashback to season four, basically. Yeah. It's everything we watched last week. Yep. With the courthouse and Heidi's mom. Pretty much. Oh, and the Elsie and Heidi's last conversation. Oh, right. Which was also the last episode. Yeah. By the pool. And now we know that it is Lauren's birthday, which is in February. Which again means we missed Thanksgiving. Christmas, New Year. Like, they always skip all of that stuff. It's their holiday break, I guess. I guess. Um, and this episode aired in April. So if this really was Lauren's birthday, they were turning them out quick. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that's what they've been doing from now on. Yeah. But that that's eight weeks. That's... Yeah. I guess when it's all choreographed, you don't have a lot to edit. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> all right. So we open, and we are at Snack Bar. Snack Bar. Yeah. Very exciting. Heidi and Stephanie are... Having coffee, I guess. They're not. No one's ever eating. They on were this sitting show, so at it's a hard table. To I didn't really see if there were food and beverages in front of them. Yeah, I didn't either. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, so Stephanie opens the conversation by saying, "Life is really relaxed right now." 
Okay. Has it been super stressful for you previously? <laughs> and then she says, except for school. It's, I just started going back and it's really intense and I'm in this fabric class. And if it's February, shouldn't she have been back at school for like a month? Also, she's really stressed out by school, but she only talks about one class. I mean, I know a single class can be very intense, but I, I don't know. <laughs> and a class that Lauren is not in with her. And she said that it was like starting all over again. I have to make new friends. I'm like, well, you allegedly went to this school before Lauren. Yeah. Shouldn't you have friends already? Also, you're in fashion school and the class is based on fabric. There's not one person there who has similar taste in fabric as you? Like... Based on how she dresses, probably not. <laughs> so, I bet she's not finding a lot of allegiance at fashion school. I guess not. So then Heidi mentions Lauren's birthday's coming up, right? And Stephanie says, Aw, look, a best friend always remembers. Uh. Yeah. Stop egging that on, Stephanie. Stop. This is 2009 at this point. They stopped being friends three years ago now? She's got to stop. I can't stand it. It's, we'll get there. So then Heidi asks what they're doing for Lauren's birthday. And Stephanie explains that Lo is throwing her a surprise party on a yacht. And Stephanie says, oh, well, we all got an email. Did you get one? And Heidi says, no, of course she did not get the email. And she said, well, Lauren and I have been texting and talking a lot, but I guess I'm not invited. And that was the shocking part of this episode. Yeah. But then someone else mentions it later and it cleared something up for me. So later in the episode, Lo says, well, I know Heidi's been texting and calling her a lot. She made it sound more one-sided, which makes a little more sense to me. <sighs> but... I still, I feel like it's one-sided in that I'm sure Heidi is probably always the one reaching out to Lauren, but I think Lauren is responding. Yeah. And answering the calls and answering the texts. Yeah. When before there was nothing. But I still feel like the initiation is One Direction. Oh, for sure. But I mean, I just think the fact that, I just think it's sketchy and weird that Lauren's responding at all. Yeah, I do too. So then Stephanie encourages Heidi to go to this party with her, even though she's not invited and says, I think you'll be fine. Okay, great. Stephanie understands everything then. And how many times has Lauren had to put Stephanie in her place about this? She's told her to butt out a million times already. I can't with Stephanie. She's really working my last nerve. I can't with people going to parties they're not invited to. Why is that appealing to people? I don't know. I've never done that in my life. No. Like the only time that that is acceptable is if it's a celebrity party. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah. This is, this is also a friend of me. Like. Yeah, I know. It, it's, it's not acceptable in any way, shape or form. So then we got the theme song and in season five, they have treated us to new photos and stills of the cast. Well, MTV taketh away and MTV giveth. Yes. Because they took away all the amazing model shots with my favorite part. And Lauren. With the hip thrust and the hand on the hip. Like, it's gone now, guys. The, the big nod. And Lauren in her Beamer with the pink suitcases is gone. 
No, she still had the Beamer. Oh, she did? Yeah, it was oh. towards the end, but they still, still have her oh, unloaded in the car. Up. Yeah. Okay. But we don't have the model with the epic nod anymore. And nope. instead, we have the Hollywood sign exploding <laughs> with light. It's very awkward. I would say all the cast photos are relatively normal, except for two. So, I, the first offense in my book is Audrina. Oh, yeah. So I paused this, I rewound and paused and took a photo. Audrina's still with her, you know, nameplate is her in a bikini top. I think it's a tankini. Yeah. It, it was connected. Yeah. She likes those. Yeah. And she has so much underboob. It's insane. It's dude. insane. It looks like there is a second boob sticking out from under her bathing suit. And top. it's not like it's a bathing suit where that's supposed to be seeing under boob. Like no. it's a fuck up. Like it's Yeah. And how does that become your title card? I don't know. It's her title card. I know. Like it's not even just a picture, it is her title card. Audrina's whole thing, too, is pushing them up the top. So how did she even let that occur? It's hilarious. It's epic. I'm excited to share the photo with everyone. So then Heidi looks beautiful in hers, but there is an action shot of her walking down the street shopping and she looks like Captain Jack Sparrow. Oh, I didn't mind it. The frilly top. Of course you didn't. Yeah, I didn't mind it. <laughs> it's floral and frilly and her belly button showing. Yeah, I didn't mind it. <laughs> you probably have one. I, I probably do. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all I have to say about those. Lo and Lauren's were fine. There's yeah. No, there was nothing magnificent there. But Lo didn't look like an old lady, so I guess that's a bonus. So, <clears throat> we proceed with the episode, and Lo and Audrina, pretending to be friends, are going to Sweet Lady Jane to pick up Lauren's birthday cake. Which, by the way, we see later, and didn't seem like that big of a deal. It looked like a sheet cake from Giant Foods. It had a giant cursive L on the top, but that's not hard to do. I know that. I mean, it was just like a sheet cake. I was expecting like one that looked like a Chanel purse or a shoe or whatever the fuck. But. Yeah. Or fit the theme of the party, which by the way, no one mentions. It just occurs. Yeah. I thought that was weird. Um, so it also, isn't that something that an assistant or production would do? But whatever. <laughs> well, if you notice, we didn't see them get a cake. We see them walk in uh, and say, we're here to pick up a cake, and last name Bosworth, and we never see them touch a cake or exchange any money, so. There you go. Yeah. I was right. <laughs> <laughs> so, then Lo asks Audrina if Justin is invited. Audrina says no, and Lo says, really, even without the ring, and Audrina said the ring didn't mean anything. No, she said even with the ring. Yeah. Even with the ring. Yeah. And she said the ring didn't mean anything. He was super nice in Palm Springs, but that was it. Yeah. Which is very honest. I'm not surprised. Um, my only note about this is that Adrena's hair looked amazing. Adrena looks good. Yeah. She got her hair highlighted. It's a little bit shorter. Like, it looked good. Yeah, yeah. she looked good in this episode. So then they again discuss that Heidi wasn't invited. And this is where Lo says that Heidi's been texting and calling Lauren a lot and said, you know... It's getting to the point where she's not going to give up and she kind of should, you know, they're, they're basically saying that how many times can Heidi try this? It's just not going to go well. I with them. Yeah. I'm bored of it. Yeah. 
But what I also think just goes to show like how contrived this all is, not only did they not pick up a cake, but if you were in a friend group where two of the friends hadn't spoken really in years, hadn't been friends in a couple years, the one hated the other one's boyfriend, you wouldn't even mention if they were coming to the birthday party. Like that wouldn't even, it wouldn't even be, the thought wouldn't even cross your mind. No. Like why would that even come up? Because it wouldn't, because they're not invited. Like yeah. it's just... It's like inviting someone who doesn't live in the same city as you. Like, that's what it feels like. Yeah. It's so foreign and so strange. So then we are in the limo with Lauren, Audrina, Lo, and some other people that we can't see. Uh, they are popping champagne. I'm so tired of them talking about champagne on this show. I like to pop the cork. Oh, I hold on to it. Ah, I like when it's spilled. Like, it's just so stupid. They talk about it every time and it's so stupid. Just drink it. There. Future Heather DeBros. Oh my god, just drink it already. Shut up. <laughs> and they get a million glasses out of it, so they must have had more than one bottle. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. They're like eight glasses toasting, but you only see three people. Yeah. Yeah. So, Lauren is going for a flapper look this evening. I think mm -hmm. she's done that several times now. That's her, that's one of her favorites. Her lipstick is a little too dark. I, I need you to talk about that because okay. it was horrible. Her lipstick yeah. was fucking horrible. It made her mouth look tiny. Yeah. It's the wrong color for her. Yeah. Like it was awful. So knowing that it's February, it makes it slightly more understandable because it's a winter lip. But in Los Angeles, I, I struggle with that. You know, like I like a dark lip, like in Manhattan with a fur, you know, it, it's also just the wrong shade of dark lipstick for her. And her face is very pale at the time. And she went for a very heavy eyelash, which she always does. Big liquid liner and like a vampire lip. It's not red. It's nearly purple. And not lined either, which yeah, might it, have helped a little. But it, I don't know. It was just bad. I mean, she's a nude lip girl. Like she should go heavy eye, light lip. Like, that should just be her thing forever. She would look fine in a brighter red. This is just so dark, it makes her mouth look very tiny. Very tiny. Yeah, it almost looked just like a slit in her face. Yeah, terrible. <laughs> yeah. And distracting to me for the entire rest of the episode. Yeah, and then it gets a little sloppy towards the end of the episode, too, which, ooh, ooh. Yeah. Girl, you're on TV. You should go fix that. So, then we go to Shea Ambiant briefly, and <laughs> Stephanie and Heidi are getting dressed. So... Heidi's dress is fine, but it's not doing her body any favors. Like, Heidi's got it going on, and the dress isn't tight enough. I thought it was cute, and I thought it was a nice departure from... I mean, she usually wears skin-tight shit, so I thought it was nice to see her in something. She looks very pretty. Yeah. And it's a sequined, like, tunic-style dress. It's not form-fitting, but she's just... I, I kind of like her in the form-fitting stuff. Because she's not like Audrina. I always find her form-fitting stuff a little more put together. At least on the on camera. True. But I will say, out of everyone, I thought that Heidi looked the best. Face and hair, I agree. Yeah. Well, and dress, too. Uh, I had a, something about the shoulder with the buttons on it was bugging me, but whatever. Uh, Stephanie doesn't know how to dress for an event. No. Her dress is way too casual and... I suffer from this problem too. Like I never really do my hair. I just kind of blow dry it and leave the house, but I'm not on TV and I'm not going to a party with people who look like Lauren and Heidi. Well, I think poor Stephanie and we've now seen from her recent pictures. Um, I, I don't think she ever got hair and makeup on the show. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what she's suffering from. I think now everyone else is getting hair and makeup. Yeah. Except for her and Holly. And Lo at least pays for her own. 
I think when, and if season five loves getting hair and makeup. Right. But I think like Lo knows the day she's going to be filmed maybe more than Stephanie does. And Stephanie's like this weird back and forth go between. Whereas Lo probably has like a once a week schedule and just happens to get her makeup done that day. Yeah. Wouldn't surprise me. Lo's that organized. Anyway. So they're getting dressed. <laughs> Lo's short shirt. And Heidi whispers to Stephanie, <laughs> even though they're in the other room, I haven't told Spencer yet. Well, first they have a back and forth about like, <laughs> should I go? Should I? I mean, is it going to be weird with me being there? Does it, no one knows I'm coming? And like, nobody knows anything. And Stephanie's like, well, what did you tell? Like, does you, nobody? Like, Spencer, you didn't tell? And that's when, laugh out loud, Heidi's like, I haven't told Spencer yet. Uh, what? Like, the, I mean, it was funny. Like, it, was it was the loudest whisper, too. Yeah. I haven't told Spencer yet. So <laughs> then she says she's going to tell him it's a girl's night out. Yeah. And Stephanie kind of makes a face like this is not a good idea. So then Spencer happens to just poke his head in at the moment production cues him to and says, oh, where are you girls going? And then Heidi says, I, I mean, I don't know. This is this is Stephanie's thing. No, he says, he says, where are you going and who's going? <laughs> but Heidi plays dumb and says, I don't know, this is Stephanie's thing. Oh, yeah, says, night. I don't know, it's Stephanie's thing. And then Stephanie says, no, it's not. She says, I didn't arrange this. Yeah. <laughs> and that's where the Pratt comes out. Yeah. Like, full on. I mean, Spencer would do that. But the best part is, she did arrange this. Yeah. She's the one who invited Heidi. This was actually entirely her doing. Yeah. And that's the whole thing. It's like, Stephanie, make up your mind. Like, do you want to be, like, the go-between and get Lauren and... Um, Heidi back together or do you want to be allegiance to your brother and keep them apart or yeah. do you want to be neutral like pick a lane she can't so then Spencer asks who's going to be on this girls night because the fact that it's Lauren's birthday doesn't come up and Heidi says Audrina Lo and Spencer says what about Queen Biatch and they said yeah I, yeah I think she's going to be there like they still won't talk about the fact that it's Lauren's birthday and then Spencer says, well, I'm gonna, I'm going out, guys night out, ns, 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 <laughs> and leaves the room. Well, good, because he, she asked him where he's going, and he just does the, like, ns, 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 ns. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> like, he's going to a club, which, by the way, he's not, but no. it's still funny. Um, so then we show up at the marina. Marina Del Rey. Of course. And they're walking Lauren down the... I want to say the plank, but it's like the walkway or whatever. It's the plank. Yeah. Yeah. To the boat. Plank. Yeah. And what I find interesting is that she's blindfolded. I know they want it to be a surprise, but she wasn't blindfolded in the limo. And it's not as though she wasn't sitting by the window. She couldn't tell they were headed towards the marina. I'm guessing that they, well, if this was real life, um, <laughs> that they waited until they were like, 15 minutes from the marina, 10 minutes, and then blindfolded her. Okay. I mean, I'm sure she knew she was going up the coast. I mean, she just didn't know if she was going to a hotel, whatever. The boat's a big surprise, so you just have to... I mean, it's not like she'd recognize the marina 10 minutes out. So, as long as they blindfolded before they got to the actual marina. I also um, feel like she'd be able to smell it, but whatever. Yeah. Well, they live in the ocean. I know. It smells like the ocean everywhere. They live in the hills, though. Well, but I mean, they were driving up the coast, so I mean... Marina Del Rey is like Venice Beach, though. It's like in LA. It's I thought like... it was like an hour outside. Mm-mm. Oh, well, then I have my geography wrong, so... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. No, no, no. It's like, it's Venice Beach adjacent. Like, it's not far. Oh. Yeah. 
then so, maybe anyway. they just threw it on as she was getting out of the car to torture her. Yeah, pretty much. Or to make it look like the whole thing was a surprise when in fact it wasn't. Yeah. There you go. So then we are at the dime and my good friend once took a Hills related trip to Los Angeles with her friends and they went to all these places, including the dime and she will not guest star on this podcast to tell us about it. Why? I don't know. I'm trying. I've got nine more episodes to try and convince her. She's got to get her shit together. Yeah. I think she doesn't want to hear her own voice. And I said, well, you don't have to listen. <laughs> you just have to dish. I mean, unless she did the same thing in New York vis-a-vis Kelly Catrone. Like, she's going to, she's got, yeah, nine episodes to get yeah. her act together. Yep. But we are at the dime. And this is where we meet Spencer's new only friend, Charlie. I forgot about Charlie. I've always liked Charlie. He is a voice of reason. Yeah. He kind of reminded me of Casey to Audrina. Oh. What? Oh, no, I'm thinking of Corey. (laughs) (laughs) No, I meant her sister. (laughs) No. Yeah, I was going to say Corey. (laughs) Charlie is not abusive. Um, So they are taking shots of Patron with Stacy, the bartender. Yep. Uh, You Hills fans will remember Stacy, the bartender. I'm tempted to call her Tits McGee, but we already have Audrina, so that's not very nice of me. For those of you who don't know, Stacy is a very pretty brunette. She looks similar to Audrina. Like, if someone didn't watch this show and saw them on camera at the same time, they might be confused. Um, And she is a good friend of Sheena from Vanderpump Rules. She was actually a bridesmaid in Sheena's wedding on Vanderpump Rules. And she recently had a baby around a year ago, so I looked up. And she also lived in Switzerland for a while. Oh. So someone had asked Sheena a year ago why Stacy wasn't on Vanderpump Rules more often, given that they're so close and she has a reality TV background. And Sheena said, because she lives in Europe. And Sheena and Shay, when they were still married, went to visit Stacy there. So you can scroll back in the Instagram and find that if you're so inclined. Okay. Yeah. And it makes perfect sense to their friends because Stacy is just as dumb and vapid as Sheena is. Yeah. Well, yeah. So they're taking shots of Patron and Spencer mentions that the last time he took Patron shots, he got married in Mexico and then says, did you know that when you get married in Mexico, it's not legal? And Stacy makes her Genius Hills debut <sighs> by saying... I mean, yeah, it's like a different country. Yeah. <laughs> she sounded like a real housewife from Dallas. But she sounded like Sheena. Yeah. It was really bad. She said country. Yeah. It was really bad. So then they're all really excited that they took a shot and she says it's going to be a long night. Spencer is shiny AF. He like... I don't know whether it's the fact that he's wearing a leather jacket indoors and should not be. He looks like he smeared coconut oil all over his face. I'm wondering if it's because he didn't get his makeup done. Or he has a severe alcohol allergy that has not been diagnosed. No, but I bet, like, if you don't have any makeup on and you get films with the lights and stuff, I bet you look like that. Well, also, camera lights are very hot. Yeah. I'm just saying, he looks disgusting. Which is because he finally trimmed up his beard and he's wearing a nice leather jacket and he got a haircut and the shininess is, it's bad. It's pretty bad. It's real. So then Heidi and Stephanie arrive at the marina. Oh, we missed the surprise, by the way. Sorry. 
Lauren did already get surprised with the blindfold. I missed that because it wasn't very exciting. <laughs> so Stephanie and Heidi show up after the surprise has occurred. And this, the surprise is that she is, her friends have rented out a casino booze cruise. Right. For her birthday. Right. Sorry. Missed that. And no one talks about the fact that it's a casino party at all. They just start no. playing games. It's yeah. weird. Why didn't someone say they're throwing her a surprise casino party? I don't know. It was weird. So anyway, Heidi and Stephanie show up late. Heidi is carrying a huge Chanel shopping bag. Yes. Clearly, it's a gift. It is not a purse. It's a shopping bag. And she has a separate purse. Oh, no, no. I, I was, for a second, I thought you meant in the bag. I mean, it could have been a purse oh, in yeah. the bag. But yeah, no, no. It is a giant shopping bag. Yeah. Yeah. So then... They get on the boat, and Heidi immediately starts saying, is this okay? I'm not invited. You know, it's just so painfully awkward. I hope we're not late for the surprise. Yeah. Like you, well, you are. Yeah. So then Lo goes over to Stephanie and says she wasn't invited. And Stephanie says she really wanted to come. <laughs> she wasn't invited, but she really wanted to come. So what? Yeah. So then, Lauren might win MVP of this episode for this line. <laughs> Lauren interrupts the conversation between Lo and Stephanie and says, So, which one of you invited Heidi? Stephanie stammers and says, Lo, like she's going to say something else. I don't know what it was. And Lauren says, Oh, I know it wasn't Lo. I was just being nice. Boom. Yep. That was good. Of course it was um, Stephanie. I had a hard time paying attention to this conversation, though, because I'm pretty sure Vicky Gundelson was on that boat somewhere, because did you hear what was going on in the background? Woohoo. Yeah. Ugh. I remember, like, woo! Woohoo! 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 Like, the whole time. <laughs> it's really weird. I hate that. That might be why I can't stand Vicky. Well, I think she may have been on this booze cruise, because there's someone, I don't <laughs> know if they were winning, gambling, what, but it went on for a while. Well, she is Lowe's personal stylist, so... Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Woohoo! Uh, so, then we break for commercial, but then we go back to the boat. So, again, Heidi's dwelling on the fact that it's, is it okay for her to be there? It's scary, etc. And then Stephanie asks Lauren, do you want us to go? And Lauren again wins MVP and says, where are you going to go, Stephanie? We're in the middle of the harbor. <laughs> yeah. Stephanie, I, I can't. Come on. Figure it out, girl. So then Lauren points out that it's entirely about Spencer, which she understands isn't fair. But she says and acknowledges that's not a fair friendship to offer Heidi. I can't be her friend and say you can't talk about this person that you're in love with and going to marry. Which is true. You can't have a real, normal friendship with someone if you truly, truly hate their spouse. You can. You can have side things. But also, it's one thing if you just don't like the spouse. But this significant other messed with Lauren's life. It was very personal. You know, it's not like, oh, my friend's husband's a dick. It's more than that. So... Lauren says, we just can't really be friends. So then meanwhile, there's a lot of conversation switching. One person leaves and then the other person swaps in. So now Lo is talking to Heidi and says, Lauren is uncomfortable and you need to move on. And Lo also says what is rapidly becoming her and Lauren's favorite sentence and phrase of all time. It just is what it is. Yeah. 
They love to say that. Yeah, it's coming out once an episode. Yeah, I'm like, okay. Yeah. And the sky is blue. I don't, what the fuck? I don't. <laughs> so then we go back to the dime. Uh-huh. And Stacy is shaking her shoulders and pouring more Patron shots. And Spencer says it's his favorite shot he's ever had. It's Patron shaken on ice. Let's, let's just not. I can't. And that's the other thing, too, is let's just be up front here. Spencer, a thousand percent, was flirting with her. Yes. Like, hardcore. Very much so. And we'll get to that, because when he asks her these questions, it's foul. So then we see Cameron, Stephanie's ex-boyfriend. Spencer is immediately affronted by Cameron's presence in a way that doesn't entirely add up. And says to Charlie, I'm going to go say what's up. Oh, I think it totally adds up. It's on brand for Spencer. I mean, but... He hated the kid when he was dating Stephanie. Now the kid's not dating Stephanie. He can hate on him even, but like, he's never liked him. And when is Spencer everyone to, everyone to ignore someone he doesn't like? True. Fair enough. But, like, okay. Anyway. So he goes over to say what's up. And that he's having a guy's night out. And that he hears that Cameron and Stephanie are on the outs. And they give him kind of, like, Cameron and his friends kind of give Spencer a hard time for the guy's night out, given that he and Charlie are hanging out with Stacy, the bartender. Um, first we need to talk about Cameron's friends. Okay. Cameron was with, when they first sat down, two other people. Yeah. Later, there were more. Yeah. Um, the gentleman to his right. Yeah. Was wearing what looked like a condom on his head. Yeah. He was wearing a weird hat, right? Well, it was a little red, like a maroon beanie, but it was a hundred sizes too small. Yeah. And it was all rolled up like a condom would be and askew, like on the back side <laughs> of his head. It was almost like the Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou, but yeah. like meets Ali G. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. But it was ridiculous. Yeah. Anything else about Cameron's friends? No. Okay. Just, just that. The, just the condom hat. Okay. Oh, and also that Cameron was wearing a Jägermeister shirt, which was my other favorite. Yeah. I actually... We'll probably get into a fight about this. Cameron attractive? Yes or no? Yes. Yeah. He's cute. Yeah. And he looks better in this, like, bar light. I have not been taking shots of Patron, but I was like, okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I would wear bar wear to a bar, but, I mean, it was a free Jägermeister shirt. Yeah. I know. Well... No points for style, but... So, then Spencer goes back to the bar and is flirting with Stacy even more and says, so what song gets you up on the bar? And this is where Stacy loses even more points in my book. It says, pour some sugar on me all day. It's just the ultimate get on the bar and strip song. She's not wrong. She's not, but also be a little bit original in your basicness. Just stop. Sorry. You can't come up with, like, another rock song. Just say, like, one other thing. See, I don't even feel like Pour Some Sugar on Me is a go-to. Yeah. I feel like um, Here I Go Again on My Own would be a go-to. Like, that's a pretty... No, Pour Some Sugar on Me also, I think, was featured in, like, Coyote Ugly. It's, like, a thing. People love that shit. It's annoying. So then Spencer says, I think you missed your calling. What, like her calling is being a stripper? Yeah. And I think he's right. I think she did miss her calling. Yeah. 
So then we see Cameron text messaging Stephanie under the table about Spencer flirting with Stacy. Very obviously. But things get real pretty quick on that front. Yeah, because so, then we go back to the boat. Yeah, and Lauren gets a cake. And <laughs> and then Stephanie gets a text from Cameron that Spencer is flirting with the bartender. And she immediately tells Heidi after saying she's not going to tell Heidi. Well, and she is just like, what? And then Heidi says, I want to get off this boat. For this, this is the second time yeah. that the Pratts... Want to get off the boat. Want to get off the boat. Also, I don't think they understand how boats work. How much you want to bet that boat was parked the whole time? <laughs> I think it... Ha- well, I mean, I guess they could have not been really gambling, but I think to be actual gambling, which we saw them, I think it has to leave the dock. Oh, legally. Good point. Yeah. Well, I don't know, though. Yeah. The show's so fake, too, that they could have been in, like, a soundstage in a parking lot. Very true. Yeah. So... Then Audrina tells Lauren what's happening between Spencer and this bartender. And then Heidi is calling Spencer, freaking out. And Lauren says, I'm going to go see Stephanie and Heidi. Yeah. Now Lauren all of a sudden cares about their presence and what Heidi is apparently going through. She's drunk. Yeah, but that's also her perfect excuse to ignore them for the rest of the evening. And so (laughs) Heidi is actually pretty calm on the phone. She does not yell at Spencer and says, are you flirting with the bartender? Which I get it. Like if you ask your significant other that it probably won't go well, but she's pretty tame about it. She's not accusing him of anything. And he said, what? What planet are you on? Okay. Thou doth protest too much. Just say no, babe. Where'd you hear that? Come on. (laughs) So then we go back to the dime and we see this from Spencer's perspective again. And he's talking out loud to Charlie about how Cameron texted Stephanie, et cetera, et cetera. Well, no, no. First we see his phone ring and the name in the phone is Heidi Pratt. Yeah. He already had her in his contacts as Heidi Pratt. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting. He probably had that in his phone the day after they met. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Although he, that means he's been all about her the whole time. So there you go. So Spencer's talking out loud at the bar and says, Cameron's going to get beat up right now. And Charlie, <laughs> man of calm, says, Are you sure you really want to do this? Can't you just let it go? Like, we're almost out of here anyway. Great point, Charlie. Even after shots of Patron, we can count on Charlie. <laughs> So then Spencer, of course, charges over there like a bull in a china shop and says, so why'd I get a call? You think I'm hitting on her? Are you trying to get hurt? And then it's just a total dude fest. You want to touch me? You want to touch me? You going to touch me? It's like, well, at first he goes over and asks to talk to him and makes Charlie get up and come over to like the middle of the bar. So his boys aren't around. Yeah. And then it's all the, about the touching and the pushing and you going to touch me? I, I dare you to touch me. Like, they say the word touch me a million times. Well, yes, because Spencer wants him to lay... He's like, I want you to touch me so I can hit you. Like, I want you to put your hand on me first. Yeah. And I actually don't 
did Cameron push him? Or did he kind of just put his hands on him and, like, I don't know, in a because Spencer's like, that was just a push. That wasn't a real hit. Blah. And then all hell breaks loose and Spencer, like, punches the fuck right. out Right. And it, to me, it didn't look like Cameron pushed him. It actually looked like he put a hand on his shoulder, like, come on, dude, back off. It looked to me like Cameron was actually being tame. Yeah. So then Spencer straight up uppercuts him in the chin. Yep. And then hits him in the chin, like, from the side. And then you see him take a shot to, like, the temple. He just wails on his head. Yeah. Spencer actually looks a little ridiculous. Cameron doesn't even get a shot off, but that looks intentional. Like, he looks like he's just kind of letting Spencer do it because he thinks it's absurd. Because he didn't look like a wimp to me. He just looked like he was trying to get out of it. Well, no, but, like, he hits him. Spencer hits him. Goes to hit him again, and that's when everyone came in and grabbed them. Someone was holding Cameron while Spencer was hitting him. Yeah. Spencer, um, Cameron couldn't get off the shot, because yeah. his arms, he was being held. Yeah. So it's, I don't think it was that he had, was showing restraint. I, he couldn't. He was being held. Yeah. I don't know. But I, Cameron seemed calmer about the whole thing. Although, we didn't see Cameron being super wasted, so maybe that's why. Yeah. But anyway, Spencer pops him, and they drag... Cameron outside, and then Spencer just says, let's roll. So then we are in our final scene at the boat. And it's, there's a lot to unpack. (laughs) So we have this angle with the fight at the dime that no one is present for, but yet everyone on the boat has heard about. Yeah. And Heidi is shaking. She's terrified. She doesn't know what's... And it's actually shaking. Yeah. And doesn't know what happened, and Cameron had already told Stephanie, Spencer hit me, whatever. So then Lauren goes to comfort Heidi, instead of Stephanie, and says, it's okay, this is what boys do, they fight, and it's dumb. That's a fair assessment. And then Heidi says, I just don't know what he's doing. I I don't know what this means about whether or not he was flirting with the bartender. And drunk Lauren says can I be real with you? And Heidi says, yeah. And Lauren says, I mean, he's an asshole and an awful person. (laughs) That's being really real. No restraint there. And Lauren says, the person you love just isn't nice. And so then it turns into this drunk girl sob fest. And they were each other's best friends. And I don't like him, but I still love you. And this is the last thing I ever wanted. And my favorite memories are my memories with you. It's very, very dramatic. One, I don't... I'm so sick of it. Because I feel like they've had this conversation 50 times. Me too. And we know from Lauren's standpoint, it's not sincere. So, like, ugh. Also, Heidi's favorite memories are not of her and Lauren. They're of her and Spencer. And so then they have this big sobbing moment and they're hugging. And then Heidi says, don't cry on your birthday. Like she can hardly get the words out. And then Lauren says, let's go have a drink. (laughs) Well, and what I don't understand, obviously, I mean, the fight was real. So. With Spencer and Cameron. yeah, Yeah. So I don't know. Like I. I'm confused about what part was manufactured and what part was not. With? I mean, like, do we think that they set up the dime thing with Stacy and they set up the boat thing and Cameron was a wild card who just happened to show up at the dime and they hadn't planned on that? 
I feel like we looked it up because we found that interview with Cameron. I think he knew he was going to bump into Spencer. I think the fight was accidental, though. But do we think Spencer knew he was going to bump into Spencer? I don't know. Probably, my guess would be no, because that's why Spencer was so pissed. Yeah. I think Cameron knew he was there to mess with Spencer's night, and then Spencer actually was drunk and messed him up. Yeah. Because Cameron tried to sue MTV, remember? Oh, yeah. That's right. I forgot about that. So they basically set him up to deal with drunk Spencer. Yeah. That's low, by the way. It is low. (laughs) So then I think Heidi probably was freaking out about this fight. That looked live. And then Lauren, I think, was just drunk. For sure. And they were like, Lauren, go talk to Heidi. And she was like, fine, whatever. And then I think drunk girls cry. I mean, once you start, you can't stop. I'm guilty of it. Not with like... I don't think it happens a lot, but it's happened. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it doesn't happen a lot. Lord. And then we didn't get any scenes from this season. Well, no, but before that, we oh. need to talk about two things. Okay. One, the fucking Chanel gift that yeah. well, we oh, never yeah. see Lauren open. Nope. She leaves the boat with it. So yeah. Heidi obviously gave it to her, but we never, it's like, oh, you got me a $5,000 bag for my birthday. Like nothing, not even mentioned. Yeah. Which was very weird. Yeah, and Heidi was really famous at the time, but I don't think Chanel was giving her free bags. No, no, no. She bought it for sure. Yeah. Um, or she re-gifted one she had. And then the other thing that I thought was interesting was that Heidi drove home. Me too. Shouldn't sober Stephanie be the one that was driving home? Stephanie's not sober. We've had this conversation. I know she said she was, but I, I really don't think so. Well, but I mean, in theory, shouldn't sober Stephanie be the one driving... I mean, neither of them were sober then, but shouldn't yeah. Stephanie be the one driving home? I almost want to watch the episode again to s- just fast forward to see if Stephanie was holding a drink. I didn't see Heidi holding a drink once. I saw her holding her phone. But she... Well, Lauren was like, let's come and go inside and get a drink after their fight. Like, I bet she drank. She didn't look like she was. Mm, I don't It's possible. But yeah, I thought it was interesting. That and she I feel like Heidi home. could cry over Lauren without drinks. Oh, for sure. But yeah. I just assume booze crews, nervous about crashing a party. Like, that's the time to drink. I know. I don't think she's a big drinker. I think that's why when she takes shots of Patron in Mexico, she ends up married. Yeah, very true. <laughs> true. I also meant to write down the lyrics to the song after the crying oh, scene God. because they were... A bit out, much. They were out of control. Yeah. Yeah. But we don't get scenes from this season, but we did scroll through and we can give you some random highlights of things to look forward to. Stacy, the bartender, will be around. Audrina makes a play for a different guy in the posse. Couples therapy. And Heidi and Spencer get married. Bible study. Yeah. And we get a little, and uh, Heidi's cowboy dad. Yep. Yep. It's all coming down. Yeah. Here we go. Wait, Heidi's cowboy dad is Touchy Tim, right? Well, not Tim, but Not touchy. Tim, but he's the touchy one. Yes. Yes, we finally get the perv. Yes. <laughs> it's all coming full circle. It Back is. to season it one. Yep. Yes, yes. All right, well, that's it then. We'll yep. talk to you guys next week. <sighs> and that's our episode. And you can find the podcast on social media, Instagram and Twitter, at B. And if you have any comments or questions, you can email us at franklymarebe at gmail.com. You can find me personally on Instagram and Twitter at Nana's Mink. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Hey It's Mare B. Thank you all for listening. We appreciate it. We'd love it if you could go to iTunes and give us a star rating and review and please subscribe. Until next time. <laughs>